guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another Ramble of Positivity. Man, what a storybook. Looking back, my goodness, I ended up rekindling a relationship. That's right. You know, back in the, I used to call it the Slumville. <laughs> this is where, again, for those of you who have followed me for a long time, but for those of you who haven't, I used to work at a language center in this area called Rangsit. And Rangsit, it was littered with people who had hidden agendas. I saw probably about five pedophiles in this shopping center called Future Park, right? And you could only imagine, if these types of people are in this area, you could only imagine what the people view other individuals in this area. Now remember, me going through all the things and being a subject of my own victimization. Man, I would see... Oh, man, like even in restaurants, I would be sitting there and I see this girl who's probably like 15 years old. This guy at the age of 40, he walks in with his looks like his father and they're over here like running their fingers through her hair and caressing her. And I'm like, you guys don't see, but I'm the bad one. You know what I mean? Back then, right? I would tell them. I'd be like, wait, so I'm the bad one. I'm the one. That is considered a horrible person because the color of my skin. But you guys don't see these white men running through that. Uh, it, it was just insane. But in saying that, um, I don't take anything away from my experience. Uh, this is a place that I shouldn't have stayed more than like a year and a half. But you know what? Everything worked out to my own advantage. Uh, because there were people that I met there. That I began opening my eyes to a lot of different things. But I was still a victim, again, of my own victimization, of my own negative self-talk. My image. My negative self-image. Whatever you want to call it. But there was a girl that used to work at this place. I ended up, you know, she ended up messaging me saying, hey, do you remember me? I'm like, who the hell are you? And she's like, oh, I'm Ning. And I'm like, who the hell are you? She's like, I used to work there. I'm like, oh my god! What happened to you? Like, she ended up just quitting. She ended up going to Hong Kong for whatever reason. Who knows what that was about. But, you know, we went down this, this, the, the, you know, the path and talking about all these things. She was like, yeah, do you remember Funk? I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, she said you were bad because of this. And I was like, wow, that is so interesting. Now, remember, this was back then, what, three years ago. And I told you guys that there was a change in management. And the guy who became manager, he didn't like me because I called him out for coming to Thailand because he married a woman. He only came here to marry a woman. That's what the hidden agenda is of some of the individuals at that time. And I don't know if it still exists today, but I could really give a damn. Um, and so he did whatever he could to get me out of that place. And let's just look at it as a blessing in disguise. Of course, I needed to leave. Now, the way I left, I should have went out like Rambo and like burning bridges and shit. But it doesn't matter because... In present day, remember I told you guys, what, three months ago or two months ago, I posted something on my Instagram uh, in regards to seeing a teacher I hadn't seen in a very long time. His name was Upham. He was the guy before the management had changed. He's still a great guy. And I'm just so grateful for the, for, for the process in general because, again, whatever went around came around. 
And that guy who did, you know, who said this about me, or he's like, oh, well, I don't think you could teach this. I don't think you could teach that. I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Oh, God. Now I'm writing ebooks on it, and now people follow me from all over the world, and now I have the number one ESL podcast in the world. And now I have over 200 views and 200 visitors a day on my website, which is increasing literally by the week and all these other things. Yeah, I guess I do not know what I'm doing. Yes. But again, don't let other people's ridiculous-ass opinions become your reality. And so we just went down that sto- that that lane, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And she was like, "Yeah, you know, cool, ma'am. You know, she had two face. She was very two faced in it. This, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, one day you would go in, and she's all like, Hello, AJ, which is my nickname.' And then the next day she would come in, and she'll just ignore you for three months. And that I saw my entire career there going down. I saw my salary going down, but I just didn't accept it, you know, because complacency." I kept telling myself, you know what, no one would ever hire a black teacher out here in this goddamn country in Bangkok. So if I leave this job, I'm going to have to leave Thailand. That was just all my negative self-talk, those limiting beliefs because of things that have happened before. Oh, man, it was so good to go down that lane. So I'm over here. Is that guy's tat? His hood is open. What the hell is he driving with the open hood? Oh, my God. Anyways, yeah, I'm just looking out my window and I'm seeing the craziest shit. But... Oh, wow. You know, she came about in early 2017 after Nuke. Now, Nuke, she was, uh, or it, well, not anymore was, because I'm speaking in past tense, and now COVID has literally just completely destroyed all jobs out here. Well, the overreaction to COVID. Um, But, you know, she and I, we did the biggest jobs last year, you know. Not only that, but I had, like, two other massive companies, such as, like, you know, Yokogawa, you know, a Japanese company I did a huge presentation work for, uh, workshop for. And um, what is it? Another company in the outskirts of Bangkok that I've met some unbelievable sales reps and working for the biggest pro- uh, government bank in Thailand. And, of course, having the private bank as a sidekick and, you know, working at Bear Time, meeting famous people and, you know, having the, you know, meeting the CEO of the company who one week later ended up, like, interviewing Will Smith right there. And I was just so angry. I was like, dude, you could have at least told me that fucking Will Smith was coming because I would have been more than happy to meet the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, last year, I grew up as an individual. These four cores of credibility, which I mentioned on so many different occasions. My goodness, guys. It was just... But looking back at 2017 and 2016, 2016, I was on the rise. I was doing big things. But again, that's when the marketing director of the company said, guess what? Well, well, he didn't say guess what. He said, just to let you know, it's hard to advertise a black guy. We need to advertise white teachers. Like, that was the type of environment I was in, guys. Never for one moment I said, whoa, what did you just fucking say to me? You know what? Let me go back over here and let me start looking for a job in Bangkok. No, because it was complacency. I was learning different things in my podcast and this and that, but I wasn't really fully engaged in my soul and in my passion and in my life work and in the things that I knew I was more than capable of. I didn't know what that was. Boy, looking back at 2016, I just had a personal development podcast, and I just had, like, maybe five to ten plays a fucking day. Not even a day. It would just go up here, go up there. Then I started getting my super fans at that time, which I'm wholeheartedly grateful for. Ashburn, Virginia, Clifton, uh, New Jersey, Long Beach, California, a lot of you. And now there's just an array of crazy places that I would have never expected that would tune into me and whatnot. But, oh, boy. Man, looking back. 
It's crazy now because COVID's here. And you know, I don't wish any ill will upon anyone, but I'm I'm looking back. I was having a conversation with. I was like, you know what? I don't think they're going to survive this COVID. They're not going to be able to survive this. If this literally does extend from mid-March all the way to July, which the government is saying, and they're probably going to even extend it to August, which is even more fucking ludicrous, these businesses are finished. And I'm looking back because I know how naive they are. Because I remember after I finished, there was a word that word that went out that management, a lady who I literally presented a conversation workshop to, um, she literally said, oh, we're not going to hire any more black teachers. Like, that was the environment I was in. My conscious level, if you guys actually talk, if we, and this is what I'm going to bring Mira Butler on for because we got to talk about, obviously, consciousness and stuff like that. Oh my God, like these people were anywhere between 20 and max 50. Like if I look at that photo, that co- you know what, fuck it. I'm going to look at that photo right now just so you guys have an idea of what I'm talking about. Because you guys are like, what? Consciousness, man? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know what the hell no consciousness is. Man, what the hell is this? No, 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 no. Let me just, let me just b- put it into perspective for you. Because looking at myself now and looking at where I was, this is how you end up attracting your tribe. So, guys, I want to talk about the levels of consciousness real quick. Now, if we look at me, first of all, let me go over the amount of consciousness right now because I actually sent this to one of my childhood friends, Danya, Danya Gonzalez. And me and her, man, we had an extremely turbulent relationship, fucking in high school, obviously. But to to reconnect and to rekindle, just to pick up on where we left off off, it's just crazy. She's Puerto Rican, uh, Puerto Rican heritage, American and whatnot, but... It just goes to show you that nothing uh, nothing changes when you're just in – that's all like synergistic communication. You know what I mean? So to go over these levels of consciousness real quick, and damn, this was going to be a level of round ball of positivity, but we might as well make it something whereas I can uh, – make it like something actionable for yourself to see who you're around. Because for a marketing director of a company to advertise me and for me to get a job at DKSH and, and, you know, to work at the likes of SCG and to work over here and do these TOEIC workshops in southeast side of Thailand. But for him not to like me because the color of my skin, where was my level of consciousness? I love looking back on that and say, woohoo, man, I'm excited. This is cool. So here we go. Guys, let's just look at it from a Buddha perspective. Buddha, Gandhi, we're talking about the higher ups, Confucius. They, their levels of consciousness was like way up there in enlightenment, up to about a thousand. So if we look at it, what we have here, we have force and we have power. We have levels, we have the scale, the log of, the emotions that you have, and the life view. So what we have at the very, at the very, very, uh, we're talking the bottom. That's someone who's on the scale of 20. That's shame. Their emotion is humiliation and their life view is miserable. These are the people who have committed suicide. These are the people who are, I mean, to come around this person, you would feel it. You would feel it like very quickly. Like they're the ones that have that absolute. These are the ones that are just in shambles right now in terms of this economy. They feel like this is the end and there's no way around it. Like this is a horrible, and I mean a horrible place to be in. And so when I look at it from that perspective, like miserable people, I think I work with some of them. 
Or at least condemnation, which means evil. That means they live in that guilt, that blame. So when I lived in Rangsit, the outskirts of Bangkok, this is these are the people who I was around on a routine basis, guys. Like, seriously, these are... I, 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 and I, looking back at that, if you say, okay, Arsenio, let's, let's go through some more of this, okay? Because I want to make this relatable to me. Okay, I got you. Apathy, that's 50 on a scale of 50. Like, your scale is 50. Your emotion is despair, and your life view is hopeless. Grief is 75. Now, I would have to say a lot of people sit in grief around the world because that emotion is regret and that life view is tragic. So for me to put anyone into triple digits at my last, we're talking wrongs like three years ago, it would be criminal because there's no way that anyone was at that level except one guy I used to speak to, but I just cut him off uh, completely as of last year because I just felt like he went from being in a desire slash fear based scale from 125 to one to 100, and then he fell down to that apathy, to that hopelessness. And I heard that in his tone when I was messaging him, telling him because I was speaking from a place of 300, which I'm going to speak about very shortly, you know. And then hearing his voice, I was like, <gasps> it shocked me. Like I had shivers and I started shaking. And he was blaming me for something. I hadn't spoken to him, like, obviously a few months prior to that. But I stopped the message and I was like, goodbye, Nelson. I didn't tell him, but I just told myself. I said, I got to cut you loose, bro. You scared the shit out of me. That voice, you got to get away from me. And so, guys, that was me being around people of that level for years. From 2014 up to 2017, those teachers I dealt with, my goodness. Those students, my goodness. The students didn't know. They're just a product of their environment. Oh, my God. But looking back on that, it gives me that enlightenment. So let's keep going. Fear, 100. You have that anxiety. Frightening. A lot of Americans are living in this right now, but they're probably below that. They've got to be in the double digits. But if we look at desire, 125, you have that craving emotion, but your life view is still disappointing. Anger, which should be probably around the 30 to 60 range, is at the 150. And that emotion is hate. And you're an antagonist. Now, some people, let's say that, you know, they're getting work, they have money and stuff like that. But I would say a lot of actors and actresses, they float in this. A lot of comedians, they have this. Kevin Hart, he has that money, but I feel that he's operating in this area because you can feel that nasty emotion now in his videos. What he used to be 10 years ago, just being that funny stand-up guy, and what he is now is terrifying. Now, Dwayne Johnson, completely different. I know I'm comparing these different people out there, you know, and stuff out there, but I don't feel it from his heart that he's in this area. But with my own black folks, I feel it in this area. The news, they're all around in that 75 to probably 50 to even 30. Donald Trump, for instance, is probably in that 30 area, that guilt, because he consistently blames people. He has that blame and emotion and that condemnation, hopelessness, miserable. Uh, 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 he, he lives in that vortex of what, what's the, what's the synonym for miserable, um, melancholy. That's terrifying, but Hey, it's enlightening. 
because now you can figure out and say, okay, so if you say, Arsenio, okay, I got you. These are the lower levels. This is the force, right? Pride demanded. This is 175. This isn't too bad. I would have to say I was in 175 probably three years ago, but I was also, I would dip down on occasion and go down to anxiety. See, before I left Rongsit and before I left that job, New Education World, I was probably around that 75 to 50, and I could feel it too. I still remember talking to these Air Force cadets from uh, Australia after doing a workout at the lab, the gym that I used to work out at. Um, and I felt that because after I worked out, I didn't feel good. I felt like I made the wrong choice, the wrong decision in terms of moving here. You know, and I felt that I, my level of consciousness was bleak. It was low. I was constantly not living in my gift. I kind of was, but I was still saying, man, I need work. I need work. I need work. I was, I was living in a state of fear and anxiety. Yeah, I was at 75, but I started building myself up. Last year, I became more demanding. I was living in that pride, but then when we get to the power level, Courage is the scale of 200. That means your emotion is affirmation. Your life view is feasible. Neutrality. That's 250. Your emotion is trust. Your life view is satisfactory. But see, after doing that transformation course at the beginning of April, and looking at where I am right now, I probably float anywhere between neutrality, but I could go up to willingness very, very quickly. It depends because I feel it on my skin tone. So when I'm walking out and I'm just walking out of my condo with a smile, walking to 7-Eleven and get some food and some bananas and yogurt and stuff, I can feel that vibration. I feel that I'm in that 310 to 350 range. That's willingness to acceptance. That's optimism to the emotion of forgiveness, to that harmonious prosperity, to the hopefulness instead of the hopelessness. I, I I sit myself in there. But guys, to be honest with you, I felt that as a child. Probably around 2000, 2004 to 2005, I would feel that feeling of that consciousness level. But it would only come for about 10 to 15 seconds. But after that coaching program, I could feel it when I walk out now. I could see the reflection of people's faces on me. When I go to different places and people smile, I smile because I'm smiling at the world. That's why they're smiling at me. I'm effectively in that 300 range. Now, again, Mira, I'm waiting for her to calibrate me because I want to get calibrated and everything. But to know where I am now and to see that nasty 50 that I was at before, now you understand while I'm just why how I'm bringing all this beauty into my life. It's because I'm way up there now. My consciousness level is un is uh, unshakable. Yeah, probably last night I was probably at like a 200 range because I was like, man, I'm over here in my MacBook. Ain't nothing going on. And, oh, man, what am I supposed to be doing? This and that. You know exactly what you need to be doing. I rekindled that relationship to see where I was. If we go a little bit more to that willingness, the optimism, the hopeful of the 310, then there's acceptance. Like I said, the 350, the forgiveness, the harmonious. This happens in the morning. When I'm walking to get something to eat, I'm walking with such a vibe and such a, oh, man, I feel good. Man, today's going to be an amazing day. I feel that. And that's what's so amazing about having that sort of, not, not stigma in a bad way, but that stigmatization, if I can make it a noun. 
a noun with a goddamn suffix on the end. Because I feel it. And then after I get home, oh, I get these messages. Hey, we got this. Hey, this is happening. Hey, oh my God, I'm going to team up with you. Hey, this is going on and that's going on. Hey, that's it. But then when you get to 400, see, that's the level of reason. That's the understanding. That's your life view is meaningful. You know, you like your life is full of meaning now. Then you have love at 500. Not many people are at love. Some people would say that Einstein was at love. But we can't, we can't compare academics with like consciousness. These are people that are extremely woke. So then you have, yeah, the reverence, the benign, joys 540. That's talking, your serenity, complete. A person who I would put in this area would be Linda Booker. Linda Booker introduced me to Herbalife back in 2012. I joined in 2013, and every time I was around her and her husband, I would walk into their shop. <gasps> Arsenio! That radiant vibration and that facial expression and her parent and Carl, her her husband, being around them guys, I would be in that I would be in that that 125, that craving for hope. But I live with the family that was miserable. My family operates at a 20. That's why I had to cut them the fuck off and get them away. My best friend, Car- well, you know, my childhood friend Carlos went to school with them. Kindergarten. Got him on my Instagram. Love him to death. He said, you know a lot about my family. You know a lot about my brothers. And your brothers operate like at a 10, bro. They're miserable. And my friend Carlos, I don't know what he I don't know what his calibration is. But all I could say is I know what he was, I know what I was in, but I knew what I wanted to be, and that's why I was so attracted to Linda and Carl. Because Linda and Carl, they were living in that 350 to 500 range. When I walked into their shop, I felt love. I felt existence. I felt reverence. I felt meaning. I felt hope beyond anything you could ever imagine. I felt bliss at times. And that's going up to 600. Like, their life view was perfect. At times, I'd be like, man, I feel like these guys are fake. Why are they so inharmonious? They just live harmoniously. I never felt that before. I was like, man, what the hell is going on here? I don't understand what's going on with these people. Why are they so in tune? But now looking back at that, these folks, they live between 500 and 600. And that's why I was so attracted to them because I never felt that before. I lived in a household of 10 to 20. I was only like at like, I was at a 120 because I was craving that. I wasn't hateful. I didn't have that emotion of hate, but I did have hate and indignation towards my family because they didn't want to be like me. They didn't want to get any better at life. And then, of course, you have the Jay Shetty and the Vishen Lakiani stage, which is the Enlightenment and Nephilim. That their life view is, is, when you reach that state, you're operating at such a frequency where it's just, what you see around you is like Michael Bernard Beckwith. Go check him out, people. If you don't know him, he's at 700. His level of consciousness is beyond superb. I would have to say Lisa Nichols is probably at, uh, she could be anywhere between a 540 and a 600. Tom Billy, he's just a podcaster, although he has half a billion dollars. I do believe that he operates at like a 175 to 200 or maybe even 250 
because I feel a very negative vibe for him. And David Goggins, he's the inspirational guy, right? Right? That's what everyone was so fired up about him over the last couple of years. But he has so much pain in his heart. It's unbelievable. I believe, although he has money and stuff, he operates at about a 50 to 75. Because he just feels like the entire world is against him. He really does. Like you feel that vibration when you're around someone. And you're just, oh. I was working out in the gym one time. There was a girl uh, from Canada. Oh, there's a minute, a minute ago. But she's like, dude, your energy's amazing. Have you ever met that person where it's just like, like when you guys like join together, the energy is just off the charts. There was a a beautiful tomboy. I used to, uh, she was a trainer at this gym. Like before, when I first met her, every time I was around her, oh my God, we would just create magic. And I would be so attracted to that. Yeah, I would end up liking people like that because fuck me. Like that energy is so contagious for me. I gotta live with that person. And this is probably why you guys love listening to my podcast. Because I operate at a very high level. And this is why if you guys listen to other podcasts like Joe Rogan. Hey, what's up, bitches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He operates at a very low level. And that's why a lot of people sit at that low level. This is probably why not many people listen to my podcast. Because I operate at a very high level. So guys, I, you know, looking back at what I used to be and looking back at what I am right now, it's just, it's divine. It's amazing to see what I've become. And this is why I am just so excited about what's happening. Because I was able to get rid of those chains, the 125. Now remember, 2017, all that craziness and all those opinions and stuff. I got rid of that like probably end of 2018. It took me a while because I was still living in that resent. But then by 2019, I was like, whoa, I'm yeah, I'm way past that. I have nothing to prove to anyone. And obviously going through the, co- the transformation program and what I am now, I've forgotten about all of that. And I wish these people the best. I do. I have no ill will towards those people. They say, hey, AJ's not good. Hey, he does this. Hey, he said that. Okay, fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for your opinion. Thank you for sharing. I hold nothing against these people anymore because I operate at such a high frequency now. And I have that empathy. I have that empathy from within. And I give it to people. So, guys, I'm going to have to get uh, bring Mira on at some point, you know, to discuss this. But... Man, I wanted to go on this rant because, wow, talking about levels of consciousness. Ooh, boy. Guys, we have a lot more to get into. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.